Welcome to the Picture Book Look Podcast. I'm Kim Chafee. And I'm Kirstie Call. Together, we'll share some of our favorite picture books and chat with their creators to explore the journey from story idea to bookshelf. We'd love you to join us as we take a picture book look. Do you dream of creating picture books that will change a child's life? Learn how to write the story only you can tell at this year's Picture Book Summit. Join John Klassen, Juji Morales, agents, editors, and more on October 2nd, 2021. Visit picturebooksummit.com to register. Feeling stuck in your creative journey? Needing to change your narrative? Everything you want is possible. As a therapist-trained life coach for creatives, I'm excited to help authors like you create clarity and build self-confidence so you can achieve your dreams. Kirstie can help you get the drama out of your life and into your art. Visit kirstiencall.com. That's K-I-R-S-T-I-N-E-C-A-L-L.com and register for a free consultation today. Hooray! I can't wait for us to work together to get you where you want to be. Hey, Kirsty. Hey, Kim. So what is one of your favorite summer foods? I really love grilled corn on the cob. Mmm, lots of butter. <laughs> so delicious. Mine would have to be watermelon. Mm. The juicy, sweet fruit actually makes me want to eat fruit, which... <laughs> For me, it's really hard. <laughs> it's really hard. Well, that's perfect for today's summer book club pick, The Watermelon Seed by Greg Pizzoli. The first fabulous thing about this book is hands down the humor. This book begs for rereading. That's so true. Number two is the sparse text. So much is said in so few words. Yes. Third on our list of fabulous things is the onomatopoeia, one of my personal favorite things to include in a picture book. Our fourth fabulous thing is the illustrations. The facial expressions are priceless. Absolutely. And to round out our list for this book (laughs) is the circular structure. So perfect. What do you think is fabulous about this book? Make sure to tell us on social media with the hashtag PBL Summer Book Club. Happy reading! Although we don't have new interviews this summer, we'll be replaying some of our most listened to episodes. Enjoy this PBL replay. Hey, Kim. Hey, Kirsty. Do you know why today is a red letter day? I... I think I do, but why don't you tell me anyway? (laughs) (laughs) It's because we're talking about May Saves the Day by Laura Gell, illustrated by Serena Lombardo. May is a businesswoman and superhero armed with letters. She saves the day by changing the words one letter at a time. I love the entire concept of this book. Everything about being a superhero with letters and words Speaks to my heart. Yes. And as a former second grade teacher, I would have loved this book in my classroom during phonics time. It would have been the perfect addition. Um, I also love the unexpected teamwork theme in the book because it shows us all that it's okay to ask for help when we need it. Definitely. 
We are so excited to chat with Laura, Serena, and their editor, Christiane Jones from Capstone. They explain their creative process down to the letter. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get started. We're going to start with you, Laura. Can you tell us the inspiration behind this story? Well, I have just always loved playing with words and letters. I love games like Boggle and Scrabble and Quiddler and Upwards and Bananagrams. And so as soon as the idea popped into my head of writing a story where the main character changes words in some way, I just knew it would be so much fun to work on. So it just sort of started with that nugget of an idea. What was it about this story that made you want to acquire it, Christiane? So the first thing was Laura's name as <laughs> one big pair of underwear was huge in rotation when my kids were younger. <laughs> and so when I got it from an agent with Laura attached, I thought, wow, I've really made it as an editor. Aww. That felt <laughs> The second was the theme of just female empowerment, which I have three daughters, grew up with three sisters. That hook right away was huge for me. And then that secondary teamwork friendship hook, which is such a huge thing to show kids, especially in picture books. The third element had to be that wordplay aspect of the story, which is, as an editor, such a nerdy thing that I just, of course, <laughs> love. And I knew it would be huge. I grew up, my parents were teachers. I have sisters who are teachers. So I knew it would be huge in the school library market, which is Capstone's biggest market. So mm -hmm. that was another big sell. So there were so many elements that right off the bat, I knew were going to be huge for us. I love it. That's awesome. Can you give us a look into your illustrator selection process? That's really interesting because so what happens after I get the manuscript and get it approved and acquired, I work with our creative director and they looked at a ton of samples and when we saw Serena's work, it was like, oh, this would really match the tone of the story. And then, you know, there's always that in the back of your head, like, can we get this illustrator? We'll work on this. And it just, right from the very beginning, it just seemed to really meld together perfectly. And when we talked about the characters, May and Stu, and Laura and I went back and forth with character descriptions and how we kind of saw them in our heads. And then, you never, you know, you just never know what you're going to get. And these illustrators just magically, they can read your mind. <laughs> Serena sent back the illustrations and May just, you know, stole my heart. She's even on the cover of one of our catalogs. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yep. It, it was so exciting because it just really fit. And I think both Laura and I were so pleased when we first saw the sketches of the characters and just the initial sketches. It just felt like it match made in heaven. I just love the cover. It's it such is. a beautiful cover. You did such a great job, Serena. So what was it about this project that made you want to say yes to working on it? When my agent, Sam, reached out asking if I was interested in working on a book as a protagonist, a strong female character, who, have, who is a superhero, but also a leader businesswoman, I was really, really, really thrilled because uh, uh, it reminds me when I was a kid and when I used playing, I pretend to be a woman with a career, but also uh, a woman with superpower. Yeah, <laughs> I love that. <laughs> so for me, this book is uh, really love at first sight. I love that. Laura, can you give us a look into your writing process for this story? Are you a plotter or a pantser? 
I think I'm mostly a pantser. I make notes sometimes, but for me, the success mostly comes with just plunging in and trying to get that ugly first draft done. And that's actually something I absolutely love. I probably do that at least 20 times a year, just plunging into that first draft and seeing where it goes and I'll go nowhere or a lot of them end up being unrecognizable by the time I actually sell the story. But I just think that part is so fun. Christiane, what was the editing process like for this story? When I got this story, it was so engaging and fun and flowed so well already It was just a matter of breaking it into different spreads and then just trying to add elements of a little bit of consistency, like when May answered the phone, because that can draw in audience participation when you read it out loud. If she always says, on my way, says May. The other thing would probably be, just as I talked about, working on character descriptions as we worked on the initial draft of the story and finding the right title. We went back and forth so many times and I was really pushing for May Saves the Day, and then other people who I have to show the titles to for approval kept changing it, and they didn't know, and I just said, I love a rhyming title. (laughs) One of the ones that somebody at Capstone came up with was the letter go-getter, which also rhymes, and I thought that was a fun title. Yeah. (laughs) Serena, can you give us a look into your illustration process for this story? I start by working on characters, trying to capture the expressions, trying to uh, identify some key moments and scenes that uh, will help uh, the reader to visualize the story and get captured. In this phase, I try to focus, for example, for May and for uh, Stu, I researched uh, a lot of clothing, both child and and adult, uh, with the aim of... uh, communicating the the character's personality because they they have a very strong personality so i choose uh, for example for may the, the the yellow jacket for the world behind the the characters i put the major of the city just to uh, show better that she's a superhero and people count on her i love that i love that <laughs> We have two more questions for everyone, actually. We love the teamwork and partnership theme in this book. And since sidekicks and partners are a big part of the book, we're wondering if you, each of you, has a sidekick or a partner that maybe you'd like to give a shout out to. I'll start because oh. I'm shouting out to you. Oh, Kirstie. me. You're my, my sidekick and my partner that I'm grateful for. <laughs> oh, thank you. Right back at you. I'm so grateful for you, Kim. Yeah, in my case, I dedicated this book actually to my husband, Ryan, who is absolutely my sidekick. And I have to say that can pick up the slack and can prop me up when I feel like I just can't go on. (laughs) Yes, so he is absolutely that person for me. That's wonderful. How about you, Christiane? I have to say, specifically when I'm working on picture books, I have three sidekicks and it's my, they're the perfect ages too to kind of read things out loud and um, get their opinions and advice, especially with May, since she was such a strong character. It was really fun to have the three of them give me some little suggestions and tips as we went. So I'd have to say they were like three sidekicks for this project in particular. I love that. That's fantastic. What about you, Serena? 
My sidekick is my boyfriend, Mattia. He is very supportive and he really helped me with everything. <laughs> Our last question is, when someone reads May Saves the Day, what do you hope they feel or learn? Christiane, let's start with you. I would hope they feel empowered after reading it because that's how I felt. And I would hope that as far as learning, they could learn that sometimes being a good leader, you have to rely on teamwork to make that happen, which I think is a great lesson for kids, especially right now, to learn. I totally agree. I think that's a wonderful lesson. Serena, how about you? When someone reads this book, what do you hope they feel or learn? I hope they feel happy. I hope that my readers close my books happier than they were when they opened it. I hope the readers grow attached to the characters and that my illustration provide a, a visual support to tell this uh, great story. And my hope is that it will inspire girls, but also boys to work together to become a better version of, uh, of themselves. I think you do a great job of that. Definitely. Laura, what about you? When someone reads this book, what do you hope they learn or feel? I guess there's a few things that I hope happen after kids read this book. The first one is that I would love if the book closes and kids immediately start thinking about letters and, you know, what what letters could I take away from my name or add to my name to make a word? Or let me think about my least favorite food and what letters could I take away from that and add other letters to make it into a food that I love, that kind of playing with words. And I hope that maybe May running her own business makes kids think about that. Maybe they want to start a business right away, making greeting cards or pulling weeds, or maybe they just start thinking about businesses that they could run in the future. Either way would be great. And then definitely that teamwork piece is something that I hope every kid takes away. And it was really fun to write a book about teamwork, just because as all of us know, making a book is such a big team effort. And <laughs> yes. you know, here we have three members of the team that made this book with me and Serena and Christiane. But you know, Nathan and Kay and my critique partners and my agent and Serena's agent and so many other people all worked to make this the book that it is. And so I definitely hope that kids realize that as much as you can do on your own, which could be a lot, like May can, you know, single-handedly save the town again and again, but you can do even more with the team. And I think that's something that all of us need to remember too. Sometimes we feel like we need to do everything ourselves and we have to set that aside and realize it's okay to rely on others and that and that we can do more as a team a big thank you to laura serena and christiane for joining us today and giving us a look into the creative process for may saves the day check out the show notes to learn more about laura and serena and their other fabulous books and remember, if you have a picture book that you love and you think we might love it too, send us an email at picturebooklook2 at gmail.com. That's picturebooklook and the number two at gmail.com. Happy looking! Happy looking.